It takes money. It's one of Melbourne's hottest clubs. We've got a bubble toilet. You can see in, but you can't get out. That was lame. If Paris Hilton becomes the new Pope, then... The world ends? It's all about the dados, baby. In a couple of weeks, I'm going to be milking a goat. Away, Seaboat! Away, Seaboat. Insane Ramblings. Hey everyone, and welcome to Insane Ramblings. I'm Ben. And this is Vicky. And we've got a very smelly episode for you today. Yeah, the only thing we both realised is that I walked in and I was like, Ben, I really smell. And he's like, oh my god, me too. <laughs> I was so excited about it. I know, we were like, oh my god, let's tell someone. Let's tell <laughs> everyone. And that's how the podcast began three years ago. <laughs> yeah, and uh, finally we've got around to that story. We had a lot of bullshit yeah. <laughs> to, to get to first. We didn't think it was the kind of thing you can bring up on the first date. No, no, we had uh, talking wallets at train stations and shubs and yaks and all kinds of things to get to. And then, bam, 39th date, I smell. Right, exactly. You don't go on the first date. Like, I'll have, uh, would you like the lobster slash I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die? That's like 39th date material. We also did that. <laughs> Each separately, which is cool. Well, you did it to watch him die. I just did it for kicks. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He died as a consequence of me shooting him. But it was I mean, mostly the uh, gunshot thing that was the fun part. Oh, really? Yeah. No, he died several years later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was unrelated. He died of dysentery. Yeah, I just shot him so, you know, I could... It was actually with a location dart, so I could track him. <laughs> so by the time that Over he did die, he wasn't even in Reno anymore. No, it was much of a... It was a catch and release program, really. Oh, okay. Well, uh, did you learn anything from this experiment? No, it was just to watch him. Okay, good, good to know. Well, uh... I guess they skip over that part in the song. I was talking the other day with my housemates and we were describing our days. You know, the passive tense in English or passive voice, I mean? Yeah. Give us an example. Well, for example, the active voice is the boy hit the ball. So yeah. the passive voice would be the ball was hit by the boy. So the object is what you talk about, I guess. Yes. Instead of going sir, subject, verb, object, it's object, verb, subject. There's a little English lesson at the start of Insane Ramblings. <laughs> So anyway, I posted on Facebook about how we were talking about how, you know, the Japanese language was learned and the children were taught. And my friend was like, that's the thing that made me walk away from science. What? Passive voice? Yeah. She's like, I'm tired of scientists in every paper suggesting that the Bunsen burner was set up by some sort of magical force. Because it always says scientists claimed or something like that. Is that what no, we're no, talking no. about? No, no, no. In an actual paper, it says the Bunsen. It's always passive voice. Like the Bunsen burden was set up. Mm. So, so it's like, like, it sounds like some magical force just set it up. And never, you're never allowed to say, I set up the Bunsen burner. And she took four years of undergraduate science. Why are they talking about Bunsen that burners the all the time? That made her walk away. What, what newspaper Sorry? is she reading that they're always going on about oh, Bunsen burners? No, not newspaper. Where did you get newspaper from? In uh, research reports. Oh, okay. Somehow I did not follow the story at all. No, no, in research reports, like that she had to write. The reason why she... Yeah, okay, okay. I get you. That makes a lot more sense. I'm like, yeah, what yeah. a boring newspaper. <laughs> the passive voice. <laughs> Not a bad name for a newspaper. Sorry? Not a bad name for a newspaper. I was going to say, it might be a good name for my next album. Yeah, the passive voice. Is it like <laughs> a, a very non-threatening spoken word album or something? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> or it could just be a really passive-aggressive album. Like, is that where the tuner usually goes? 
<laughs> I think, Is that uh, really the yogurt on the floor? A lot of hypotheticals on that album. <laughs> yeah. True that. Yeah, so you think, or this person thinks that research reports should allow for more credit for yourself. No, she's just like, why is there so much magic in science? I don't want to suggest that a magical force set up my Bunsen burner. Okay, because what I was imagining was in newspapers, how they always say sources claim. Tested, or, yeah. yeah, like scientists today discovered. And I'm like, who are these scientists that are always discovering Discovering shit? things. It, it makes it seem like it's the same group that's always doing these discoveries, which... You know, <laughs> I assume it's not, but it does seem like it would be it kind of cool. It does sound like that. It sounds yes. like a band. Hey, like when you read about Coldplay, you don't assume it's like five different Coldplays. No, exactly. So when you read about scientists, you just assume that it's like a band or something. Yeah, like it sounds like some, band some secret also, underground Also, I did go cult. from the scientists straight to Coldplay there. Nice segue. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard link in my brain, obviously, harder than I realized. Well, is there is there a band called The Scientists? If they wanted to get their name out there, all they have to do is, like, someone could just start Thanks. a band. Yeah, and then it, suddenly it's like, oh, yeah, the Bunsen burner, yeah, we invented that. And they're like, well, the source did say scientists built Don't it. So that song, like, my body is your body, that one? We Isn't played it in one of the episodes, like, in fact. Yeah, I know, because we talked about it before, but I think that's by someone called The Scientist, isn't it? Well, I'll do a little mid-podcast mid research for you. Well, you can't Wikipedia it today. I know, we're in the Wikipedia blackout. Blackout, oh my God. So, uh... Sorry to everyone who has a paper due tomorrow. Yeah, I know, how are high school students going to cheat? <laughs> Same way we used to cheat. Try to take over the world. <laughs> well, with Wikipedia down, I guess we'll just have to turn to Urban Dictionary as our next most reliable source of information online. <laughs> I guess it's not the scientists because I can't find it on my iPod. Uh, okay. Do you think our insane ramblings blackout got as much attention? Obviously, yes. Well, because we haven't <laughs> put out... How are the students meant to cheat? Well, we haven't put an episode out for at least opera. three weeks. I think it's time to end that protest, but I think it was quite successful. Yeah, I think we did pretty well. What were we protesting against again? Uh, SOPA, the Stop Internet Piracy Act thingy. Oh, that was us too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're joining oh, we the are forces. Scientists. There you go. It's, we are scientists who sing Nobody Move, Nobody Get Hurt. Also callbacks, go. apparently. They make yeah. a lot of callbacks, the scientists. Hopefully to previous research. Well, speaking of callbacks and the stuff we talked about in previous episodes, I was... Oh, nice. It's like we planned that. I know. Really bam, bam, bam. I was listening to a couple of our other podcasts and... Oh, that was why? Oh, I was uh, looking for a specific clip for potentially another upcoming Insanimation. Eh, uh, cool. And now that I've mentioned it, I kind of have to do it Gotta now. do it. Yeah. <laughs> Unbroken Promises number three. <laughs> yeah, I, I randomly was skipping through an episode. And you know how last episode we were talking about my bathroom situation where it was like the man of the golden gun from James Bond? No, I completely forgot. Oh, yeah, yeah. The same thing happened to me at an izakaya in Tokyo. Oh, really? They set us at the table. Yeah. They set us at the table where it wasn't even mirrors. From my table, like mm. where you eat and drink, I had a clear view of everything going on at the urinal. Wow. Like straight in the door. Like I could have painted you a picture of it if I was like Van Gogh or something. Why is this becoming a trend? I don't know. It seems like... Maybe in Tokyo, I can understand if they're low on space or something, everything has to be very compact. 
What, you're so low on space you can't put a door? Yeah, that that does seem like an obvious you can't solution. Put a dangly curtain with a naked woman on it? That would be preferable, in fact. I mean, just let's just replace all doors with naked women pictures. <laughs> I'm not for that. Although replacing all doors with pictures of doors would amuse me. Oh, okay, because that was my uh, my other protest, as well as SOPA. Uh, I was protesting the door thing, I just forgot to tell you. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, me too. I'm on that protest. I joined it inadvertently by seeing everything that was going on there. And it makes drinking beer that much less enjoyable. And it's already not that enjoyable anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was, brought, I was brought down by that experience. It was not a good one. Yeah, I guess... So to all those people say no shame, I suggest some shame. <laughs> seeing, <laughs> May I offer that as an option? Seeing into the urinal is a very sobering experience, so you have to drink extra. But you don't want to, because no. so many parallels are drawn. <laughs> yeah, I was just randomly flicking through another episode and the spot mm-hmm. that I stopped on, we were talking about that very same James Bond movie. Were we? Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've talked about Man of the Golden Gun, including this time, now three times on the podcast. Wow, that is a lot of callbacks. <laughs> yeah, in 39 episodes, that's at we least one tenth. We maths a lot. Maths. Yeah, maths and science come up a lot in our podcast. Well, one of the episodes was even titled After Science. Was it? What was I, it? I've been to science school. Oh, yeah, that's right. I have been to science school, incidentally. <laughs> and I can confirm that the Bunsen burner was set up. Well, that's good to know. You might be uh, able to overhear the airplane that's apparently circling my room. I don't know if oh, I can why? do anything. I don't know. It just uh, seems to be flying very low. I already had to turn off the air conditioner because it was making a, a low hum and apparently... Oh, I thought you were concerned that might be attracting the airplane. <laughs> it was it was sending off some kind of a distress signal and these guys are coming to help me out. But no, apparently this episode was It's annoying that your air conditioner does that. Well, unless I need help. If I actually am in distress, it's quite handy. You're going to be the boy who called hot, though. I was thinking if my air conditioner breaks, then I'll be able to call for help. But I guess that won't work either because I assume the distress signal is linked to the cooling functionality. <laughs> this is also true. I was thinking about this uh, Boy Who Cried Wolf scenario because I had... Wait, that was fast. Yeah, well, uh, I was also thinking about it mm, slightly less recently than this podcast. Oh, okay. Where uh, I, I don't know if this is a cry wolf scenario. You might have to help me define what exactly it is, right? So. Okay, sure. I was in my room. I'll I be just, the nouveau Aesop. Thank you. I was uh, playing some Zelda, as I am known to do, and Dad was outside doing some gardening. So far, not seeing it. Good. You're about to. (laughs) So you're both in the clear at this point. Okay. And we had the green bin, which is, I guess, for those non-local residents, it's basically gardening trimmings and compost and stuff like that. Um, And... It had all these maggots in it because you put meat in there and it just got all gross. And Dad went crazy to try and show me this. And first of all, I already knew about it because I'd been putting shit in the green bin. But second of all, he made it sound like it was a massive emergency or like it was the most (laughs) exciting thing he'd ever seen. It's like, Ben, (laughs) get out of here. the most exciting thing he's ever seen. Well, then his radar is way off because... uh, Maybe he doesn't see much. Well, I don't know. If that tipped the scale, then maybe you should get out more. Yeah, maybe this is, this is the man who cried boring. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Because I am 
kind of used Boring? to this kind of thing now. Oh. And okay. so I suspect... Yeah, because I've come running for stuff that I thought was really interesting on your dad's word. And it was a bit of a letdown? Usually. <laughs> so uh, I'm less inclined to... This is to... coming from the man who gave you oil bear in the game. <laughs> did we ever talk you know, about Ernest, that? Like, not even as a joke. I think we did, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I-, I don't know if he actually ever gave it to me. I think he attempted to give it to me but it was sold out or something like that so i got <laughs> that's a surprise wow i got like something even well, worse maybe like, there was only one copy of it and the producer bought it. yeah they they bought it i got like duck hunt 4 or something like that which seemed like it was made in the uh the late 80s it was uh not impressive <laughs> did it make a difference that you hadn't played one through three i was probably just lost did yeah, you miss was, a lot of the storyline yeah i think if I had have been caught up, I might have enjoyed it a lot more. But uh, <laughs> Okay, my mistake. Yeah, so Dad's going crazy and because I'm kind of used to his cries that are less than impressive. I'm reluctant to go running, but I get him to yep. kind of show me what's in the bin through the window. He's like, no, no, come down here. You won't be able to see it. It's too, you're too far up there. And uh, I keep insisting and eventually he shows me it. Has your house been transformed into the White Tower of Gondor? Yeah, I forgot to tell you that uh, bottom I, was, floor. I was hanging out with Rapunzel. I didn't realise, yeah, because your room is on the first floor. Well, I guess there is That's a drop below my, below my window, so it's still about four metres down. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's weird because I guess you go in on entrance level, but you still have to go downstairs if you want to go outside because yeah, yeah, yeah. the house is on a hill. So... He's tipping the bin and I'm like, yeah, good show, Dad. There's some maggots in there. And he was probably disappointed <laughs> by my lack of a reaction. But uh, because of that, we had this massive hailstorm later that week. And uh, it was like a Christmas Day, like a massive storm where the water started pouring through the roof and through the front door and stuff. But as this is happening, my auntie, she was yelling me to go get towels and that. Yeah. But... She's just like, Ben, Ben, come quick, and doing the same thing as my dad. And because it's their siblings, I was just like, oh, yeah, you're just pulling another dad. I've been here before. (laughs) But really, there's, you know, flooding coming through the front door. (laughs) So, yeah, I guess that is the man who cried wolf sort of situation. The problem is he was as impressed by these maggots as he would have been by By an actual wolf. Ah, That's probably true. I don't think your dad would be that impressed by an actual wolf, would he? Well, I mean, like, the boy who cried wolf was lying. There wasn't yes. actually a wolf the first three times oh, that he yeah, did okay. this. Oh, yeah, okay. So it's more like the boy who cried wolf if there was a jackal or something. The boy who cried underwhelming wolf. You could have fended yeah, that right. off by yourself. It's kind of a small wolf. Yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, I was just trying to work out if that was a cry wolf scenario. We're on, not on the same level in terms of what requires that much attention. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's just a barometer issue as opposed to a crying wolf issue. (laughs) All right, I'll bring that up at the next family meeting. Dad, your barometer is way off. Yeah, (laughs) you need to get with the atmosphere of the family. No one cares about maggots. Yeah, maggots are two at most. Hailstorms, that's more of an eight. Come on. Apparently half of my crap washed away on Christmas Day. What, at your uh, Melbourne house? Yeah, yeah. You, you weren't exactly here to uh, save it. No, so it just like, I don't know if it washed away or just got flood damaged. I'm not sure. What? How bad was the flood? I've got no idea. It I was, was I didn't pretty insane. There were, yeah? I reckon it was the most uh, crazy storm I've ever seen. Our basement flooded and we were bailing water for 
practically all afternoon until about 2am we stopped, but at least for two solid hours we were filling up rubbish bins full of water from our basement and just like... So it was like, what, waist high or knee high? Well, our basement, we kind of managed to dam it off with towels. And oh, okay. We had hailstorms that were the biggest hailstones I've ever seen. And uh, they were just everywhere as well. So as they melted, it added more to the water. Our, like in Eltham, it was up to the windscreens of a fire truck. I don't know if you've seen that video or anything. I'll link to it from the, oh. from the gallery. Okay. No, I haven't. But that explains why my stuff was ruined. Yeah. So in some areas, it was meters high. In our basement, it was at least ankle high, depending on you know where you were. So uh, I'm just like imagining all the things in my room in Australia that are ankle to knee high. <laughs> you should have every, piled everything up on the uh, attic before you left. I can't believe you forgot. I know. What was I thinking? And then I put all my stuff up on a shelf in uh, Japan, and we had an earthquake. So uh, the just so I don't know how to live my life. The accurate level is maybe uh, strap everything in around stomach height. And also, like I've heard nothing about this flood, right? Mm. So I rang Mum on Christmas Day, or maybe the next day, I can't remember. And she was trying to hint to me that my stuff has been ruined because she didn't want to <laughs> tell me. <laughs> so how did she break it to? Uh, I think eventually, I think my brother just told me. If you've got no clue that there's been a flood and your stuff is ruined, yeah. like. That's really hard to hint at subtly. Yeah, I reckon. You know, was... how wet do you think your stuff is? Well, I don't know. It's probably wetter than you think. <laughs> oh, righto. Okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, you know? She was like, have you seen I... that movie, The Perfect Storm? Yeah. <laughs> remember that time that you said protect my stuff from a flood? I was like, I do not remember that. Well, good, because I did not protect it. <laughs> I'll let you down a little, yeah. <laughs> yes. Raise your hand if all your stuff is dry. Not so fast, Vicky. Not so fast, Vicky. Yeah, it was pretty much like that. All the people whose stuff is okay, you know. It was on Skype as well, so she couldn't even do the step forward or raise your hand. So, can right. you stop playing with your headphone or something, like your headset? Oh, sorry. It's just clicky a bit. It sounds like you're the predator or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that too. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, so the she attempted to hint at the fact that there was a flood for several phone calls until eventually my brother just told me. Okay, so do you know what stuff got destroyed? Because you did describe it as all my crap. <laughs> no, like all my crap is just my things to me. That's just the way I talk. Yeah, so it was yeah. probably, there was probably something worth keeping in there. Oh, yeah, there was, like, my guitar, probably my flute, probably some clothes, some shoes. What about your flood pants? Remarkably, I left those up high. <laughs> ah, shame, shame. Could have been the one with, thing yeah. that was all right. Along with my fishing waders and my wetsuit. Ah, uh, well, there's your mistake. I can't, yeah. I, can't, <laughs> right. uh, I can't blame Mother Nature. I remember keeping my flood clothes on the bottom shelf and yeah. my important musical instruments and clothes on the top shelf. Next time. Lesson just... learned. Next time you'll just have to uh, dexter up your room with all those plastic sheets everywhere just so it's all protected. <laughs> but yes, on the scale of things hard to hint at, I think a flood that you've never heard about ruining all your things has got to be up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you been reading the Bible? Because this uh, situation is very reminiscent of something that happened for 40 days and 40 nights. I just can't quite <laughs> put my finger on it. Josh Hartnett's not allowed to have sex again? Yes, that's what it was. Thank you. <laughs> Never mind. She would hint at it and I would not get it. And she'd just be like, ah, uh, yep. Like, because she'd just give up on that track. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, why are you saying all this weird stuff to me? <laughs> she she was uh, playing a lot of Sim City, and it's like, well, I didn't summon Godzilla or the giant robot. What could it have been? <laughs> she just made you guess a wide variety of natural like, disasters. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, we've already had the no. fires. <laughs> Keep trying. Oh, God. Anyway, so I only found out like yesterday and I was just like, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, pretty insane. I'll put some photos on the gallery for people who are interested in watching Vicky's stuff float away. I won't because I probably don't have any stuff left. <laughs> in our last episode, we were making out. No one wants a picture of an empty room. We were making out. I was going to say we were making our predictions, but. Oh, I heard we were making out. Well, I obviously edited that bit out. Oh, that's good. But now you It was been... really difficult to do considering like the distance. Yeah, but if you're dedicated enough, these things can work. Mm, I'm so glad we invented that kisser phone. Uh, isn't there like something like that? Uh, it sounds like a very Japanese invention where <laughs> one person kisses into this device and it replicates the movements of the person's tongue and lips on the other side. So you can kind Ooh. of kiss people via the internet. Ugh. I got a feeling I saw I, that on TV once. Ugh. Was it at the same time as Smell-O-Vision? Yeah, it might have been in my dream or on an April Fool's Day prank. But uh, I heard about the one where, like, the woman puts, like, something inside her and you can, like, control it from your phone. So it's kind of like... So it's like a remote control vibrator? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, okay. I can see that. If, but, you know, if you're accidentally trying to send a text message... It's like, oh, wrong button. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Someone call an ambulance. Oh, no, that just made it worse. <laughs> People zero is self-destruct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an unfortunate feature that we added. <laughs> yeah, that the Australian emergency number and the self-destruct of the uh, long-distance vibrator are the same. Yeah, we've really got to stop making these things explode. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems a bit creepy, like... Even the idea of it making out with this disembodied tongue or something like that, it seems like, I don't know, technology going too far. <laughs> yeah, that's like, just invent teleportation so I don't, so I can just kiss them in like 30 seconds. Yeah. Like, um, why waste your time inventing that? Let's get all of the scientists who are working on weird shit for couples that are far apart and just invent teleportation. Yeah, it sounds like a plan. But yeah, <laughs> we were also making our predictions, not just making out last episode. Um, yes, this is true. And we forgot to actually predict one of them. We talked about... Was what it what percentage of your crap will be ruined by a flood? Because I did fail to predict and guess that after the fact. <laughs> well, 90% at least. Um, great. We, uh, we were talking about what TV shows would be cancelled. And we went through the list of TV shows, but we didn't actually pick one. Oh, okay. So uh, just so we can finish off this game... There was The Annoying Orange, <laughs> Reef Doctors, or Poppy. And, it's uh, Annoying Orange. You reckon no, annoying that'll probably last. I go with Reef Doctors. Okay, that was the no, one. No, actually, Ooh, uh, here we go. is it the one I want to finish or the one I think will finish? This is your prediction, so I guess... I think none. Can I say none? You think all of these three will be smash hits next year? I think they'll continue for another season, yep. Okay, well, uh, I reckon at least one of these has got to be cancelled. I'd say... I can't remember what Poppy was about, but let's go with Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> if it was that good, you'd know. Yeah, exactly. At least the other two, Lisa McCune, she's got a second season in her for Reef Doctors, but yeah, Poppy, for sure. obviously not memorable. 
And things go forever on Nickelodeon, whether or not anyone's watching them. Was that a Nickelodeon one? The Annoying Orange, I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, Annoying Orange was like a cartoon or something. Yeah. Okay. So uh, those are our predictions for everyone waiting with bated breasts. Breasts? Well, they don't... Surely they're already a bit baity. What is baity? Is that like... You bait them. Does that mean like you're holding your breath or something when you say... I'm not honestly sure because it's B-A-T-E-D, so it's not like it's... B-A-I-T. Yeah, because... Uh, what I as, use breasts for. Yeah, if you are using any body part for bait, breasts would be up there. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, you could catch a predator at least. <laughs> catch a predator? Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of TV shows that got cancelled and shit, did you hear there was a new obscure cop rock sighting by one was of our there? fans? Yes, there was. Oh, uh, was this from Denitza? Yeah, it was. From Calgary, what province is Calgary in? The world, the northern hemisphere, <laughs> Earth at least. No, it's, it's definitely province, Earth. right? Or is Calgary the province? I have no Alberta. idea. Alberta. Okay. <laughs> There's some... You don't know this? No, why would I know this? It's in the song. What What song? The You Hate Your Dog bit? <laughs> what? No, not your song. <laughs> what song? <I> didn't... <laughs> um, the song Don't Forget, Calgary's in Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Catchy. You know that song? Yeah, I think it was uh, the extra verse to Coldplay's The Scientist. Yeah, no, it's, it's actually the deleted verse from the Australian National Anthem. It does seem very unpatriotic, so I can understand like, why it wouldn't be included. Well, it was just like, also, here's some random facts. <laughs> Australians, let all, let us all list some things about the world. <laughs> <laughs> they were really trying to pat out that anthem. Contrary to popular belief, fishes have longer than two-second memories. And Calgary, Alberta is very cold. <laughs> yeah, it's informative and annoying. I like it. Yeah, so it got left out anyway. No one can remember past the first verse anyway of the Australian anthem. No, this anthem. is true. Do you don't know the second verse of the Australian national anthem? I know it starts off with something about the Southern Cross. That's about it. You don't know it, really. Why do you know I it? Know it. Well, I know the third verse. So I, what if I want to sing the third verse? I've got to sing the second verse to get there. But I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I've had to sing the second verse. I don't know. Really? You don't know it? No, I don't, I don't think most people know it. Beneath our radiant southern cross, we'll toy with hearts and hands to make this commonwealth of us renowned through all the lands. For those who've come across the seas, we've boundless plains to share with history's treasure, every stage of dance, Australia fair. So, uh, like, where did you learn that? I don't know. Because... Uh, Calgary. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, they're patriotic Australians in Calgary. Yes. At high school and stuff, or junior school, I guess we sung it more. First verse, Max. So you didn't learn it. In the same place. What do you mean, Max? We occasionally just sing the first two lines. Like, <laughs> well, we've got we got learnings to do at science school, Vicky. <laughs> My mistake. Yeah, I would say if I was ever in a situation where I did have to sing the second verse, I think it's one of those things where the group kind of starts mumbling and it's like eh, Australia. <laughs> they just kind of hum the tune, and everyone that isn't up on stage stops singing. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. I don't know. It seems like they would at least give you the lyrics or something like that, but I've I've not been uh, any worse off for not knowing the second verse. Do you know the first verse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had to sing that enough times. Okay. And, yeah, so cop rock is what I was getting at. Yes, and anyway, so it was uh, found by Denitza. Yes, the Canadian from Alberta. 
or whatever. Yes. She yes. sent me a list of the top five terrible combinations made from great things. So, yeah, yeah, uh, on Cracked. Yeah, on Cracked.com. And Cop Rock came in at number two. So uh, they were saying it was a combination yeah. of Randy Newman. Hopefully they were talking about the combination of great shows and cancelling. Well, we've already got you know, <laughs> Cop Rock and Fish Police and then potentially Poppy on that list. Fish Police sounds amazing. Yeah, I've definitely got to track that one down. Did you hear there was another new TV show this week? Before, I'll get back to Cop Rock in a sec. But it just got cancelled after two episodes. So we're doing better than Work It. Have you heard of this? What's that? It's no. basically... A white chicks TV show, you know. It sounds tough. like a TV show where you just watch people work, which probably would not be that popular. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know the plot, but the premise is these two guys have to work in an office where they're only hiring females, so they dress up in drag to get this job, and I guess you're supposed oh. to not notice that they're beefy white guys. Oh. It did not look good, but it luckily only lasted no. two episodes, so I don't think we'll really have to put it's up Australian with it. show? No, it's American. We don't we oh, don't have yes, the kind of money to uh, back this. <laughs> if someone pitched yeah, that idea, I don't think we could afford drag. Don't yeah, they yeah, bring no. their own clothes. Maybe maybe that's what they did. They actually hired actors in drag, and first day on the set, they're like, "Well, we got to write this into the script somehow." All right, so all women workplace. Actually, it does kind of sound <laughs> does kind of sound like something that you could totally um, have on Australian TV. It's like, okay, we can film this in someone's office. And everyone bring your own clothes. Yeah, it make it the most low-budget show ever. It, it didn't sound like a hit, that's for sure. But uh, we've made it at least, what, 16, 17 times more episodes than Work It. That's yes. something to be applauded. But uh, Cop Rock, they said it was a combination of Randy Newman plus Stephen Boatcho. Boach, Boachco? Stephen Boatcho, I've been to that. <laughs> he apparently did Hill Street Blues and LA Law, which... I guess we're, Aww. you know, big in the 80s. But uh, what they mentioned in this article that I was quite surprised that we hadn't come across was that it was kind of inspired by an English TV show. They saw the bit at the end of The Bill where you watch feet walk to the tune <laughs> of The Bill and they thought this would make an amazing show. To be fair, that is the best part of The Bill. <laughs> That's because you know it's finishing. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, so the theme song... It's a discontinued part of the bill. They don't do it anymore. Oh, uh, really? The theme song was a lot better than the actual show, let's be fair. <laughs> but, I like the bill. So anyway, do you think that's our most obscure reference? The bill? No like, way. One man just chuckled at that and it was the man who wrote the bill? <laughs> Stephen Show was like, ah, I love that ending. Yeah, right? <laughs> it was only rivaled by that of the uh, closing credits of Get Smart. <laughs> I hate Get Smart. Also featuring someone walking away from the camera. Yeah, that's why. Maybe that's the secret. The secret to a long-running TV show is that you just have your closing credits with someone walking away and music playing. We could walk away at the end of the podcast. Let's try it. All right, we'll see how we go. To which theme song, though? (laughs) To the the theme song from The Singing Detective, which is what (laughs) I was about to get to. Uh, is that what it is? It's Apparently, there was a UK show. It looked like it had about six episodes called The Singing Detective, and uh, it had the guy who played Dumbledore 2 in it. Oh, what? Yeah, and uh, apparently it was wildly successful, according to Crack.com. Now, I don't know People their... People start uh, cancelling stuff. Don't make it sound amazing. Well, it was... I, I don't know if it was cancelled... It might have just come to an end, like those UK things do. They only tend to do, you know, six <laughs> episode runs, and they're like, "That was it, guys. You better have enjoyed it." For example, the monarchy. Oh no, that's quite successful after 
800 years. <laughs> Give or take. But, uh, yeah, the singing detective, I, I can't believe there was basically an inspiration for cop rock that we were not aware of. I know. But, it's like uh, someone's going to find a podcast like this in Swahili or something. Yeah. It probably is, you know. It's not like this is a very unique idea. Let's sit around and talk about our lives in our native language. If a Swahilian podcast has the catchphrase, away seaboat, I'll be very impressed. I'm going to ask my Swahili classmate how to say that now. So it can be our podcast. Nice. We're taking over all territories <laughs> one by one. <laughs> um, Let's do it two by two. I'll ask my Korean housemate how to say that too. Not housemate, classmate. Okay. Well, uh, I don't, I don't know uh, any other languages that can mean away seaboat, so I'll leave this up to you. All right, I'll see what I can do. For those interested in the number one terrible combination made from great things, uh, do you want to have a guess? Another one? Or number yeah. one? What do you think was worse than Randy Newman and Stephen Bocho? Ooh, chocolate kettles. Um, I don't think they exist, but they don't sound terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess it wouldn't be very useless. useful. Yeah, probably melt the first time you use it. Yeah, exactly. Sex plus food was crack.com's suggestion. No, that's stupid. That sounds amazing. They said it was it results in dirty, sticky sex, in brackets, in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. I guess George Costanza would disagree with them. Well, it depends what you're eating, isn't it? Stop eating sticky stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they watched Lady and the Tramp, but that spaghetti kind of led to good things. <laughs> this is true. You know what happened to me just before the podcast? Two things. That's right. You have no. To, you have to tell me which one of these was worse, all right? Oh, okay. I was going to say you have to tell me which one of these is real. Like, can you just tell yourself that? You were there. It's true. I am not very helpful in that way. Yeah, what's worse, getting something stuck in your teeth or doing that thing where you think your computer is off and so you press the power button but you actually just turned it off it was already on and now it shut down. oh that makes me so angry i did both those oh. things just before the podcast and i was did you get your computer stuck in your teeth yes how did you know my <laughs> dental floss turned it oh. off it was annoying oh that's so frustrating oh that makes me really angry sorry just thinking about it i know what do you reckon is the worst one oh hard to say what do you think i hate having stuff stuck in my teeth in general it's always i was thinking computer to be honest yeah, it's, it's a tough call. They're both bloody annoying. I remember I was at a party once and I had something in my teeth. It was like a barbecue and you just get a strand of meat or something stuck in your teeth and it's impossible yeah. to get out. And it depends it, on what the situation is, I guess. Like at home, it's annoying that it can be fixed rapidly. Yeah, but so this was the thing. I didn't have any dental floss or anything like that to help me out. And it's also really bad, like popcorn at the cinema or something. Yeah. You have to sit through Outside a whole, of the house, it's man's greatest enemy. Yeah, you have to sit through a whole movie, basically. While movie, you, like just trying to work it out. Yeah, and it never Yeah, works. that can destroy a movie. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's what my vote's for, at least the uh, And even after it's thing. gone, it feels like it's still there, and then you can never be sure. Yeah, you're like, did I get it? It does feel like it's like a ghost kernel in there for a couple of minutes later. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's like it becomes a mystery of the disappearing kernel. <laughs> also one of KFC's early problems. <laughs> Ooh, there we go. I think we should sell that screenplay to KFC. They should get into the movie biz. <laughs> Use it for their next year's corporate event. Are you hanging out with, like, Budgie or something like that? <laughs> yes, how did you know? Well, there's just, like, a chirp or a squeak or something in the background. 
Is there really? I can't hear it. Maybe it's the microphone. I guess there's a chance it could be here, but <laughs> I don't see anything. Yeah, I honestly can't hear it. Okay, weird. Oh yeah, it is here, but it's just like super faint, so it's getting like How amplified. How got the blame for the budgie? Well, it sounds like it's well, so you far bungee in the distance. finger pointer. I've Not always... bungee finger pointer. That'd be funny. <laughs> that would be awesome, actually. There's two people fighting. Like, who used the last of the toothpaste? Wasn't me. Boing! Yes, it was. <laughs> so you're imagining someone who just comes in at last minute to point fingers and then bungees away again? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's like, good. Like, he's, he's the last of the toothpaste. Boing, Miss Kirsty. See ya. <laughs> One of those misfit superpowers. <laughs> bungee man. I was thinking more uselessly pointing at people bungeeing. I guess. <laughs> that would be annoying. You'd have to go great distances. Yeah, it's like he, he can sense someone bungeeing. It's like, there's someone bungeeing 10Ks away. Right over there. I'm pointing. It's like, okay. Is that useful <laughs> like a information? Like a dog, but a person. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, like a sniffer dog, but in uh, bungee form. <laughs> Shall we play a game? Sure, why not? What's my, what's my, my story? story? Ideas, 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 ideas. ideas. <laughs> Alright, so for anyone who doesn't remember this game or hasn't listened to our last couple of episodes, basically we read out a headline and we have to kind of guess what the article that goes along with the headline is about. So, seeing as I got these headlines for last episode and didn't look at them, but then... Haven't even looked at them again this episode. I've completely forgotten what their stories are. So that should only make oh, my guesses all, all the more pure, I guess. Mine are just amusing, not so much well, difficult to guess what it's about. They're just entertaining ones. Well, that's the problem because basically a headline pretty much sums up the article if it's doing its job. Yes, that is a problem. Maybe we should do it from what's my story from the last line or something. Do you want to anyway, try that? First. No, 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 go on. Bum crack bandit woman. Suspect in two latest shootings on Gold Coast. What? That's what it says. What the hell is that? Obviously, all the good criminal like, nicknames are taken. Did you used to play Carmen Sandiego? Yeah, yeah. You know in Carmen Sandiego where it was like she stole all the tea from China, like everything she did was a pun? Yeah. It like, sounds all... like she went to like Plumberland and started stealing all the bum cracks. Yeah, like they would all have pun, the criminals would have pun names. So it'd be like, I need a crime spree or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, well, <laughs> with a name like that, she was just bound to be a criminal. Yeah, like, what was she supposed to do? Yeah. I'm actually a police officer. <laughs> Miss, Mrs. Bandit, I'm uh, afraid to tell you your daughter has been arrested you again. Like, everything Damn it. names. Yeah. It sounds like the bum crack bandit is just holding people up with an ass crack. With basically. a bum crack. Yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Like, I'll touch you with it. I'll touch you with it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. That would get me. It's Ugh. so gross. Don't bring it near me. Here, take my money. <laughs> I have to assume that it's just an unfortunate distinguishing characteristic. <laughs> but uh, Oh, it, okay. I thought... She was holding people up with her bum crack. She was doing the Ace Ventura routine where, you know, he talks out of his yeah. asshole. Should I, should I find out what this is about? Yeah, what's it about? This is bound to be entertaining. <laughs> they, they pull uh, some good editorialising here. Wearing low-slung jeans, the woman showed a lot more than just athleticism as she vaulted the bar. <laughs> See, uh, she had a pistol in one hand and I guess uh, 
on the CCTV camera, they captured images of her ass crack. Do you think that... Um, and she stole cash and alcohol. Do you think that that editor wrote that and then said, hold the front page? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop the presses. Got we, something better than royal family all dies in a horrible accident. Yeah, yeah. This is important information here, people. The uh, city's been held hostage by terrorists, but Bumcrack Bandit is <laughs> She probably had some cool catchphrase that she was going to say. She holds up the gun and makes like some awesome dry remark and then walks away and she's like, yeah, I'm going to be known as the you know, catchphrase king or something like that. The catchphrase killer. And then she <laughs> forgets to pull up her pants by half a centimeter and all of a sudden she's the bum crack bandit plastered all across the passive voice. <laughs> it's happened to the best of us. All right, here we go. Woman says her fake penis got her fired. <laughs> I think I've heard of this story, actually. And, uh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, it could have been the other fake penis firing incident. I know that... There's been a spate. Yeah, 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 obviously. It'd be funny if they were actually the same story. Oh, you have one too. No, no, no. The uh, bum crack bandit chick got fired because of her fake penis. Oh, because then she had to to turn to a life of crime. Yeah, exactly. Makes sense. That's why her ass kept kept getting pulled down. Her fake penis was too heavy. (laughs) Yeah, it all comes together. Isn't this like one of these women who... She's really a guy trapped in a girl's body and so she's got a fake penis in her pants or something yeah basically she was debating gender reassignment because she yeah yeah, she wants to be a man so she wore a prosthetic penis to work and got fired for it and it was in scranton pa which is famous for the office yes very good which would (sighs) smile upon this i feel so you're letting down scranton uh whoever it is j and j snack foods corp hopefully this could be a uh a new plot line for next season. <laughs> I think that the office would be a lot more understanding than J&J Snacks has turned out to be. I don't know how these people could notice J&J this. stands for judgmental and jerks. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> judgmental I'm just surprised like, for them to notice that she had a fake penis in her pants. She's got to be really showing off. It's obviously massive. If she was not being cocky, but if she was just had a regular size fake penis or even a smaller than usual fake penis, then they probably wouldn't have even noticed and she'd still have a job. But I reckon she well, went and apparently got... Apparently someone told on her. But like because they, they saw it. Concealed. Nobody knew. No, uh, no, no. She told someone and they told management. <laughs> I don't know. It seems, it seems like she's flashing it around or something like that. And You're that just nervous that women are going to be more attractive than you at well, being a man. If girls can have penises as well, then no guy is ever going to be needed again. To offer? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm just trying to uh, defend my gender for uh, the little time that we've got left. Yeah, right. Before women just start dating other women. It's already happening at an alarming rate. All right, here's the next one. Giant crocodile yep. steals lawnmower at Australian Reptile Park. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess... What? Unless it's a typo, that pretty much sums up the story. But I do want to know what this crocodile is doing with the lawnmower. Read it again, sorry. Giant crocodile steals lawnmower at Australian Reptile Park. Wow. Yeah. Why? I guess that's the question. Is he lonely? (laughs) Or is is just, you know, (laughs) like maybe he's getting a bit old and they're like, well, I've got something else to offer. I can mow your lawns. 
I'm also a thief. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm also <laughs> I was a thief. Say great thievery. Him and him and the uh, bum crack bandit should team up. <laughs> That's um, funny. I'll see. Ten year old gets day of recognition for cinnamon rolls. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Where was my recognition? Yeah. Well, first of all, at ten, I didn't think I was getting day of recognition for anything. Well, like an hour of recognition, let alone a full day. But uh, oh, I would have done thirty seconds of recognition. Yeah, that fifteen minutes of fame is well exaggerated. But uh, all he did was eat cinnamon rolls. Oh, really? Because I was thinking yes. cinnamon rolls—they're something that deserves a full day of recognition. Like they cinnamon rolls. Well, in yeah, general, that's what happened. Yeah. Basically, he petitioned the government to give them a day of recognition. Oh well, at least that's an achievement because. Cinnamon rolls are pretty great. His reasons being they have frosting and they're sweet and yummy. Donuts are spewing, obviously. Having oh, well. Also those things. Yeah, obviously. Do we get a commemorative coin or something for this? You get a commemorative cinnamon roll. <laughs> well, that's good enough for me. What, what else yeah, do you right? think? Yeah, right? What else it's do you think? not unexpected. They're not the most creative at cinnamon roll day. <laughs> Fortunately, it's only in Colorado. Make this a worldwide endeavor, I think. Yeah, I know, right? Why stop there? Yeah. You're half-assing it, man. We should get a national holiday and everything. <laughs> I want a holiday to celebrate being lazy. Yeah, you think that's... that? Like, let's all be honest to ourselves. We're that's lazy. What... Let's just show it. Let's show how lazy we can be on this one holiday of the year. <laughs> so uh, not too different from every other holiday day of the year. but Basically. Uh, really, or really... Or like a holiday to celebrate all the sick days we take off when we can't be bothered working. So just another sick day, basically, but one that we don't have to make an excuse for? Yeah, exactly. That day is then used to try out excuses over the barbecue with, with, your, other with friends. your friends. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. For future upcoming sick <laughs> Just, you can rank... I just found this headline. Here you go. Here's one that makes no sense. Okay. Fans plan one last vigil for the mysterious Poe Toaster. Poe Toaster? Like a ghost toaster? I don't know. Poe the, po the Toast Nevermore. Because, oh, like... P-O-E. Yeah, yeah, Edgar Allan Poe. I guess. I don't know. That's how it's spelled, yes. Yeah, so what, he's come back to bring us crispy bread? Toast? We've already got it, don't worry. Mm, <laughs> we figured that one out, Poe. It was a good invention. Well, I think you've perfectly <laughs> segued into Craig's segment then, Vicky. All right, let's go. Craig's segment. <laughs> Today... Because, unfortunately, Insane Ramblings wasn't around in 2005. I wanted to do this story back then. Why not? Well, because we still had a little while to go before podcasting became popular and easy enough for us to get in on it. I I would have done this story back then if we had been doing the show then. So I feel like finally it's You did do it. (laughs) Yeah. You just strapped a straw to your face and pretended it was a headset. (laughs) Well, uh, I did, but not enough people heard it is my point. Oh, that's annoying. Classic we Craig segment. We did it on a tin segment. can to each other, actually. Yeah, I me went and sat me. next door and we pulled the string tight and he told me the story. It was very romantic. I still think we can repeat it because not many people would have heard it. Just me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to crowd around a tin can, to be honest. Did you enjoy it when I recited it back to you in 2005? Um, no, not really. To be honest, <laughs> I'm surprised you're bringing it up again. Well, I am, so... It was much like the Sparkler Bomb incident. Yeah, you, you just weren't very appreciative, so I thought I should uh, find someone else who is. Yeah, I just wasn't very nice maybe, person back then. <laughs> maybe, maybe you've forgotten about it and you'll enjoy it this time. Doubt it. Haunted toaster. <laughs> Free white toaster that I think is haunted. 
My husband got it when his friend died. Why? Yeah, I guess. Why are you saying that that's an uncommon color for a toaster? No, it's quite common. I'm just wondering, should I be examining all white toasters now? Probably not. I'll get to that. I need to check what I need to fear. (laughs) Well, toasters aren't on the list just yet. Unless it's the Ed Gatlin pro toaster. Maybe I I can fear that one. I, I do like to think that that toaster, you know how you can get those Hello Kitty toasters that print the uh, Hello Kitty face onto the toast that you get one. Yeah, I have a door for a sandwich maker. Well, probably not anymore. I probably washed away. <laughs> well, I, I do like to think that maybe that article was about a uh, Edgar Allan Poe toaster that did the same thing and just prints <laughs> Edgar Allan on all your toast. <laughs> or like a part of the story each day. Ah, okay. And then you have to sit through, like, two weeks of Nevermore. You're like, I get it. That'd be awesome, though. Imagine (laughs) if it was... (laughs) Quoted... That'd be so cool. I'd love cereal toast. Oh, my God. That's what it's called. The Quote-A-Day Sandwich Maker? Yes! All right, we'll uh, patent that one. Someone get on it. The Quote-A-Day Sandwich Maker would make me so happy. You don't even know. What what other uh, famous works would you like printed on your toast? Ah, why ruin the surprise? It would inspire you to eat a lot of toast, I think. You'd probably get to the end of a loaf and you're like, holy shit, i got to get another one. I don't know holy what shit, happens next. We just left Rivendell. Yeah. <laughs> you shall not what, Gandalf? <laughs> <laughs> what shall I not do? Pass. Pass, of course. So I did not see it before. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Can't believe I ran out to the store for another piece of bread for that. <laughs> um, you shall not. Tickle? Huh, that's a surprise. Yeah, that you, you get your uh, quotes mixed up and uh, it starts uh, glitching out on you. Oh. Yes, between rings and Tickle Me Elmo. Maybe it's like some kind of Mad Lib quote book, Toast to Maker. Okay, where well, are you like, going with this? You said that shall not, you shall not tickle. Maybe someone gets to make up the adjectives. So it's basically... Oh my God, that'd be so fun. It recites Lord of the Rings to you, but you get to make up the story yourself for at least part of it are you aware tickle is a verb okay well do you want me to did you just whimper <laughs> i heard you whimper. i don't i didn't think i whimpered but sure if you if you want to I classify you like... it <laughs> i was aware but it, you, uh, you whimpered <laughs> i didn't whimper it was a manly whimper <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to play that back and oh. analyze it. I don't know. I don't know that I whimpered, but good I'll... times. Good <laughs> times. Damn it! My husband has got it when his friend died, and I think his friend decided to hang around. Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? And back to the haunted toaster for those who are already okay, lost. Sorry. His friend doesn't really like me and likes to burn the toast. I got a new toaster, so I want to get rid of this one. If nobody wants it, though, I'm going to drop it off the roof. So uh, I suspect, to answer your question, if no one picked up this toaster, then it got dropped off the roof, so you probably don't have to worry too much about it. Yeah, fuck. But uh, I don't know, it could be one of those things like the video toaster. Yes, I got so excited. Yeah, exactly. And so so, it's only been four years, it's probably still available. I'm thinking maybe it's like the videotape from the ring where it gets passed around. You know, someone accepted this and then it haunted them until someone else picked it up. And so possibly 
it could have floated down in the uh, flood and you could have a uh, free white replacement haunted toaster when you get back to Melbourne. Yes. I was wondering what I was going to do when my to- my broken, when my haunted toaster broke. Oh, that's surprisingly difficult to say. <laughs> I'm going to start teaching that in ESL classes. Well, it does seem like if the worst this guy is doing is burning toast, then you're probably getting off pretty lightly. It would seem so, wouldn't it? Yeah. But uh, if you do want to piss off a friend when you die, come back in the haunted toaster. Yes, <laughs> want their toaster. One of I just feel like lessons. if I've got vengeance to get out, like burning their toast is such a bad, like, it's not bad at all. You could come up with worse scenarios, you're saying. Oh, I could do way worse than that. Like, what's that? Yeah, I mean, as far as breakfast goes, it is one of the more annoying meals to screw up. Well, yeah, you're pressed for time more so than at any other meal, aren't you? Yeah, so if you burn one set of toast, you're probably not being like, oh, I've got a, you know, enough time to make a whole nother batch. So you probably just run out of the house yeah, on empty so stomach. Yeah, that's so true, actually. Yeah, so it, he did pick a meal of choice to haunt if you were going to pick anything. Yeah, but I mean, if you're going to pick anything in the world, breakfast is lame, but maybe he only got the choice of meals. Like, haunting dinner is not that bad. Yeah, he could, he could be... Uh, a dessert guy, but then not everyone has dessert every night. So toast, that's no, actually that's something true. that you use semi-regularly, I would assume, for most people. And also if dessert gets screwed up, like there's always a bright side. But yeah, t- screwing up toast is annoying. That's true. <laughs> and also like it makes you feel like a bit of an idiot because like who can't cook toast? Yeah, if you can't cook toast. It could slowly then... erode your self-esteem. <laughs> yeah, it's a very slow but effective haunting. Oh, it's a slow burn. Yeah. I, I'm on to you, yeah, haunted yeah. toaster guy. If Edgar Allan Poe is coming back to haunt toasts as well, then we're onto him. Toasts. Toasts. You know, the plural of toast. Don't make me whimper again. I keep getting caught out by saying mooses. Apparently not the plural of moose. What is it? Moose. Ah, yeah, true. I was thinking you were were going to say, like, meese or something. I'm like, no, that's not right. Why why were you talking about moose so frequently if you keep getting caught out on it? (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> it just came up. Had one of those Seriously? freak moose accidents. <laughs> yeah, that's right. My conversation topics are haunted. Someone's trying <laughs> to make me feel like an idiot, so people keep bringing up moose. <laughs> yeah, hear about those mooses. No, moose, damn it. Ah. No. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I keep hearing really interesting stories about moose that I need to pass on. It's yeah, horrible. Please it just stop. makes you look like me. an idiot. We were talking about replacing all the doors earlier in the episode, and I, I did have a door-related query. Oh, yes? Do I have one? Yes. Well, uh, that, was, that was my second question. I'm glad you uh, answered that one for me. Um, oh, well, that's fine. No, no worries. Basically, I was wondering, when you're holding the door for someone, just say you see you get to the door first and you hold it open. Fire? <laughs> yeah, you see a fire. Do you hold the door open for everyone or do you just trap them inside and laugh maniacally? (laughs) We know your answer. What was the real question? No, um, just say you're leaving a building and you're holding the door open for someone going into the building or out of the building. So not running away from the fire necessarily, just walking in or out casually. They need to use the door. No fire. Is what I'm getting at. And so you do the nice thing. uh, You do the nice thing of holding the door open for them. Yeah. How long are you required to uh, hold the door? Because I was in a situation where I was leaving a building and someone was following me, but they were... Oh, God. Is that why you had to leave? 
yeah, I, I was being stalked from inside the building. But <laughs> they, they were following me, but I felt that maybe it was... They were going a bit too slow. So by the time that I had held open the door, that would have been, I don't know, maybe I'd say like 30 seconds or something, maybe even less, maybe like 20 seconds before they got to the door. And I felt that that was, they were just too far away and moving too slow for me to, in etiquette, hold open the door for them. But then when I didn't... Why are they, the same things with elevators? How yeah. far away is the person when you think... I can hold on this. I can hold this elevator for them. Yeah, same scenario basically. They gave me a dirty look when I didn't hold the door because it was a glass door, so I could see through it. So obviously, uh, they uh, expected me to hold it from the distance that they were at, but yeah, I thought that they were too far. And so now I've been like holding doors like a madman, trying then, to make up for it. Yeah, but then people aren't appreciating it. Like they'll Can't be fumbling hold the for door their... from the past Ben. let it go i know but i was just feeling like i i don't want to be stuck in this door limbo where i'm constantly holding doors open for people that are too far away but i also don't want to be impolite and hold no doors open Ugh. so i don't know i just think hoping mm. that you, you i would recommend not hitting people in the face or the ass with the doors i know that's frowned upon <laughs> good tip good tip so basically if they're within opening reach i think that's a given that you can hold it open if they're right behind you or whatever yeah but uh, so yeah if they're close enough to hit with the door don't do that but yeah you should probably yeah, hold it open. i'm not gonna just be like nah, uh, uh, i have to close the door all the way before you you wait your turn <laughs> missy it. that's the rule of doors sorry yeah that's door 101 back to elementary chump yeah but yeah i, I think the elevator door is probably the best example of this yeah, I don't know how far away from the elevator should I wait. Because then the other person feels pressure to rush. Maybe they didn't want to rush for the elevator and they're like, fuck, why did you hold the door open, you jerk? Like, See, now I, I have to run for the elevator. I would always feel pressure to rush. But it seems like, from experience, not everyone feels that way. They kind of would still... See, I feel pressure to rush. Yeah. And I don't like... I'm like, just don't hold the door for me. I think in the elevator, because the door's closed automatically, if they're not running for it, and they're not going to get there by the time the it's elevator over. door's closed, then you're in your right. Mm. See, I don't want to stand there like an asshole, like waving as they close over my face. Yeah. The other thing is you can kind That's of... It's going to be uh, an awkward phone call later. Sorry, mum. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever do the thing where you pretend to uh, press the button for your floor and actually press the closed door thing so they don't make it on purpose? <laughs> it's just you can do that thing and just like give them the look like oh i tried it was already closing so that brings us to the end of another insane ramblings lucky number 39 <laughs> as this is no one calls it <laughs> i think that's quite an expression where everyone's like hey i found this 39 leaf clover wouldn't that be like the most luckiest person ever no, I'd say, why are you holding a bush? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I, I forgot that about that. Fool. That loophole. <laughs> you know, if you had a, a lucky rabbit's foot or if you had 39 lucky rabbit's feet, that's got to be a lot more lucky because that's at least, what, 10 rabbits worth of feet? Um, <laughs> you know, that's my general consensus that if 10 rabbits died for something, then it's probably pretty lucky. Wow. <laughs> you must think myxomatosis is a great thing to get. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> you can email us about myxomatosis and other various animal diseases. Rabbit diseases. 
podcast. I'm going to go with rabbits, but any animal disease apparently will do for you. Yeah, well, I'm not discriminatory. Then get the yucks out of all of them. Podcast at insaneramblings.net is the email or you can you reach us. Reach just me because Ben frightens you, Vicky at insaneramblings.net. Or if you want to tell me that I frighten you, Ben at insaneramblings.net. <laughs> and I'm going to check our email right now. Oh, well, a live Ramblux opening on the, <laughs> the podcast. How exciting. Oh, we've got an offer for a Japanese disco light. Finally. <laughs> Or is that Chinese? I think that's Chinese, actually. My mistake. The sender is the disco light. So the actual disco light has written to us asking if we'd like to buy it. I would not, but good ramblocks. <laughs> Just like the disco light people, you too can get on our podcast if you send us an email. So yes. <laughs> feel free to do send that. Send it from yourself. We won't bag you out. And uh, I think that basically sums us up. Join our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ramblings. Because there's fun stuff there and it's posts whenever a new episode goes up. And same with iTunes. If you just subscribe on iTunes, every time there's a new app, you'll instantly you get it. You can look at our Facebook page to see what my dad looks like. Because apparently he looks exactly like a skinned Robbie Williams. You could always just Google that as well. Did he post on Facebook or something? No, he didn't. You posted the picture. We talked about Robbie Williams taking off his skin a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. And he looks exactly like my dad when he does that. Oh, well, good news. I was going to put that side-by-side. Probably side. not good news for Dad. <laughs> we, we should get on that side-by-side side comparison one of these days. Um, Rodney, famous for his logic. Yeah, him and Robbie Williams. I, I'm sure he wouldn't be too displeased to be compared to Robbie Williams. Just You could probably leave out the uh, no skin on, thing. Hope, wouldn't it? Yeah, but I, I assume... <laughs> I've got some new logic. But, hmm? I assume if you tell him he looks like Robbie Williams, I think he would probably assume that you meant skin on like if you told uh, me this is true. you don't usually you... assume people mean skin do you no so if you're like hey ben you look like robbie williams i wouldn't be like oh yeah skin on skin off <laughs> that's usually my first question mm. but did you say you had some more logic yeah and i was upset about something and i was like oh dad i really miss you i wish you were here and he goes well i'm not <laughs> it does some things up <laughs> It's very succinct of him. I'm like, that is true. Yep, that's an accurate depiction of the facts. Thank you for your help and see you later. <laughs> Unless, much like my dad, he was crying wolf. And he was actually there. That's a reverse cry wolf. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. He cried no wolf when in fact there was a wolf before. <laughs> that's, that's probably almost, the more dangerous cry. Yeah, that's almost worse. <laughs> yes, I think so. It's much worse. It's much more annoying. It's like, is why that are a wolf? you drawing? Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> why are you I'm drawing? Sure it's a wolf. Nah. What are you talking about? What wolf? <laughs> why are you drawing it to our attention that there is no wolf? Wouldn't you just not say anything if there's no wolf? Nope. Just uh, let you should know. Still no wolf. Just let you should know that is not. Just ignore those cries for help. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> That just sounds like the wolf's like buddy or something. <laughs> well, the uh, boy in that story didn't make a lot of friends. Maybe teaming up with the wolf could have been his best option. Yeah, after that, he did the wolf a lot of favors. So yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe they did become mates after that. I don't see why they wouldn't. There you go, Ben and Vicky turning Aesop's fables on their head. Yeah, writing the the natural conclusion. Yeah, yeah, part two of the boy who cried wolf, and I think with that. Brings us to the end of the episode. Would you agree? Um, sure, why not? Away. I'm going with the flow. I'm trying a new thing. 
Ouais, c'est bon. I noticed that we had kissing on the first date on this list of topics to talk about, which... Do we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what, me and you? Well, we already... We're a strict handshake couple, me and you. <laughs> and uh, only good handshakes as well. I don't want one of those sucky ones. No. It's in ramblings.